a penny for your thoughts. To make a long story short, let yourself off the hook. Bob's your uncle. Crazier than a bag of hammers. Hi, I'm Laura. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Kim. This is Nikki. And I'm Louise. Hi, and welcome to the Best Parts Podcast, where we invite you to pull up a chair and think about your best parts, which are all your parts. Please be aware that today's episode may contain some adult language and will most likely include adult content. So please keep that in mind if little ones are nearby. Hello, hello, hello. Laura is here in the driver's seat today with my co-hosts, Kim, Louise, Nikki, and Sarah. And today we're going to talk about the everyday part of speech that you probably use yourself, the idiom. So when I decided or we decided to tackle this wordy problem, I started paying attention and it was shocking. I use idioms all the time. And now that I know that, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. So what is an idiom? It's a group of words established by usage to have a meaning other than what the individual words are, i.e. raining cats and dogs, seeing the light, etc. So here are some of the ones that fell out of my mouth this last weekend. Licking your chops, two peas in a pod, madder than a wet hen, a tough row to hoe, duke it out, and she rules the roost. So I'm wondering for my co-host, is this ringing any bells for you? What What the wet hen? What? <laughs> See what I did there? Better than there a wet hen? <laughs> there was a lot of farming going on. In <laughs> As I, was, I thought the same thing. I'm like, wow, she's on a farm. <laughs> I am. I am in like freaking Oklahoma. And, and I, so basically I kind of quasi, except that's a whole other debate, right? I didn't exactly grow up in the South, but I'm South enough that I got all of these, that you, uh, there were even worse ones that I did not include that I said this weekend, just so you know. Now I want to know what they are. Well, there's a whole lot of them that I would really rather we not say on the air. I had to cut Spill some the beans, out. Kim. What Spill was the it? Beans, Kim. <laughs> well, when you're in my neck of the woods. There. Stop beating around the bush. Who's what do we what? have in the hopper today? Um, we can't talk because she's laughing too hard. <laughs> well, that's the one that kind of, I think for me anyway, started us on this idiom conversation is because I had said in the hopper, like the whole world knows what it means. It just rolls off your tongue. And Sarah was like, what uh, the fuck is that? <laughs> it was a whole conversation. We did not get much done that production meeting. <laughs> I was just like in the hopper. What the fuck is that? Like, what does that mean? What's a hopper? And what? why would you want to go in it? <laughs> oh, what things so, you don't go in it. It's, it was really interesting to start to pay attention to the words that we use and how we choose to use them. But a lot of idioms, I don't think about the origin of those sayings. I don't think about really like any other meaning other than what I think it means. But it's, yeah, it's really interesting. I have a fun idiom origin. Can I tell you? Ah. Have you heard the phrase, mind your P's and Q's? Mm-hmm. Do you know where it, com- where it comes from? I do, but I know you're excited to say it. Do it. <laughs> you can correct me if it's wrong, but I believe it was back in, I think it was Ireland, the Irish pubs, might've been Scottish pubs. And it was the, in the pubs. You could it was in the pubs. pubs. Yeah. The pubs. And when people started to get rowdy, you know, they had pints and quarts were what you would drink out of. So the bartender would say, mind your P's and Q's. And that's where it came from. I had no idea. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, thank you. I did not know that. Pints and quarts.
I thought it had something to do with vegetables. <laughs> peas. peas and quinces. I, I heard her vegetable. I it had something to carrots do with Carrots is a C. How do you spell carrots in Canada? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that because some of the biggest trouble I've ever gotten into with idioms is because of regional idioms, right? And so when I lived in London, England, my absolute favorite one was, are you taking the piss? And I'd be like, and so this was in the 1980s. No. So this was before the internet, before there was BBC America. And I would be like, what the hell are you asking me? And it means, are you mocking me? Right? That's what, are you taking the piss means? And a, a less forceful way, or maybe a, a, in politer conversation way to say it is, are you taking the mick? Are you taking the mickey? Um, so of course I had to look up some Canadian ones since we have Louise with us. <laughs> so here's one. So Louise and I were talking back and forth yesterday. So Louise, what's a double-double? I know exactly what a double-double is. Anybody it's like something you order at McDonald's. That's when, you have, that's when you have 10 rebounds and 10 points in a basketball game. That doesn't Clearly, sound Canadian. That's what Louise is thinking. It's a dribble. Yeah. It's a double-double. Sports ball. Sports ball. That's what double-double <laughs> is for me in my world. What is it in Canada? Double-double is the bra size that I wear. <laughs> Mine's a less than single, single. Right? Mine's like, why bother? <laughs> I'm going to roll them up and put them where they belong. Mine's like, hey, I don't have to wear a bra if I don't want to. <laughs> I used to I. hate it. Now I love it. I mean, truly. <laughs> it's a choice, but. You do uh, so that's a coffee. It's a double double. Yes, that's a coffee. That's how you order your coffee. Two cream, two sugar. It's a double-double. At Tim's. At Tim's. Oh, see, yeah. Timmy I would H. do a single quadruple. That's one cream, four sugars. Oh. Yeah, one, a single quadruple. Is that the only way that Canadians drink coffee is a double-double? Well, it, it's interesting because, no, that's just one of the it's most like, common ways, I guess. But it actually re has replaced like a, a Timmy's coffee. Like when you say that you want a double double, some people say, well, yeah, but I'll have mine black. It's like, so it's, it's gotten to the point where it means a coffee. This is like Coke and soda and I was pop. just going to say that. Pop. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Coke and soda and pop in the United States. That was a learning curve as a flight attendant because people would ask for a Coke and I'd pour them a Coke and they would say, I want a Sprite. Yeah, Why did right. you pour me a Coke? And so I you asked for a Coke, right? And <laughs> Minnesota, it is pop. And pop. when I was flying, I have to, I had to change my grammar because nobody knew what that was anywhere else. So when I moved from Oklahoma to San Antonio, you would ask for a pop and somebody would be like, I'll pop you. And they meant like hit you. Right. Yeah. And so there it was very much soda. Soda. Yeah. Well, I asked for a bubbler and people have no idea what I'm talking about. I was going to just say I, that. I, I had that went college. Too. In college, we had a huge debate about bubbler or drinking fountain. <laughs> yep. When I moved to Minnesota, it was a bubbler. But I had a question because this is one of the things Louise and I were talking about yesterday is, is there a difference between an idiom and just slang? Because when I moved to California, I heard, oh, that's hella good. I'm like, what the hella does that mean? right? Hella. Is that slang or is that an idiom? I, I think, think it's, it's technically a slang. It's slang. slang. An, an idiom is, a, well, they, they are two distinct parts of speech. Yeah, because it looked like an idiom is a group of words that means something different than what they state. So like double-double, that means nothing. What was the, the other double one? Double-double would be slang. Is it though? Yeah. Okay, how about the bunny hug, Louise? 
Oh yeah, this is when we talked too. about. But it has true. another. But it could have another meaning, right? right so it's it, not. So does like a, a, a synonym. So it's it's not. I don't think it 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 ha look. None of us are English majors, so who the no. hell knows what we're talking That's about? A shame. But Maybe one of our <laughs> listeners can tell us, right? But the but my understanding is an idiom is a phrase, not just that's what yeah right. And so like when you say double double or bunny hug bunny hug bunny hug bunny hug okay, um, which sounds adorable and something like I would really like, but and I I don't know what it means. You might um, even have one. Yeah, you probably have one. Tell me what it is. <laughs> no, now I'm like, okay, we, what? Ooh, what's a bunny hug? What is it? It's a hug it's a, from a rabbit. It's a. <laughs> See, that's two words, and so that made me wonder: is this an idiom or it's not a phrase? A phrase is something that can stand by its own, whether it's within a sentence or not. Uh, a bunny hug is. I don't use it here in Winnipeg. It's a regional word from Saskatchewan mostly, but it's a sweater with a hood on it that has the pockets that you could touch your hands in, like a, like a, a kangaroo sweat, pouch, yeah. like a kangaroo pocket. pouch sweater thing. I call it a hoodie. It's a hoodie with I, a pouch. It's it, yeah. So in Saskatchewan, it's a bunny hug. You oh, put your bunny hug on, you grab your bunny hug from the closet. Yeah. Saskatchewan friends. I'm going to borrow that. But that wouldn't that be like in England, you call a sweater a jumper. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the, it's just the part of language that it's they use. It's a slang word that it's they the use. Yeah. Or, or maybe um, not slang. No, it's, I think like so, for jumper, I think it's just piece of a piece of their language, like a lift mm -hmm. instead of an elevator. Mm -hmm. So Laura, what was the other one we talked about yesterday? Uh, so the, yeah, you, you want a dart of my smoke. Oh, is that like, like taking a puff of a drag on a cigarette and somebody's cigarette? <laughs> that's what yeah, I but think. based yeah. on this, this, that's probably a dart of my smoke. They call cigarettes smoke. And a puff would be a dart. Yeah. So that's not an idiom. And when that's you do it, don't bogart it. Don't what? Bogart don't bogart it. it. <laughs> Haven't heard that one in a long time. Right? I haven't mm -hmm. said that one in a long time. The other um, one was wide of the uh, mark. Wide of the mark? Wide. Wide. Oh, I've heard that one before. It's wide of the mark. In the US, we would say you missed the mark. But that's yeah. an idiom because I think because yeah, the the mark is like a target. Like to me, I'm thinking arrows, and you're like, yeah, oh, miss the mark. Yeah, yeah, and I would assume that wide of the mark is, would also be used in in the UK. It just I never sounds, heard it when I was there, but I don't know. More, who knows? I don't know. It One of my favorite ones from music, the UK is Bob's your uncle, and Bob's your uncle. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So that one has potential to. I did a little history lesson on Bob's your uncle. Cause I like that one too. And it has, it potentially has some, um, backstory in with um, prime minister. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. there may be some weirdness there. So, but I think that's an idiom because Bob's your uncle doesn't mean squat to anybody, right. except maybe you've got an uncle named Bob. I looked it up. <laughs> the difference between an idiom and slang. Thank you. So there's no difference. The difference, what they say is a slang is when it's not commonly used within all speakers of that language yet. So idioms at one point were slangs, but then became idioms when the entire lang, you know, people who speak that language use it. So, so slang, slang is an infant idiom. Yes. It's an it has to be idiom. Yeah. Oh, it's the it same thing though. All right. So <laughs> I want to know what what is everyone's favorite idiom or least favorite idiom? Or both. Oh, least favorite is beating a dead horse. Oh. 
Oh. I have that here on my list. <laughs> <laughs> of your favorites? Least, least favorite. Yeah. It's just my least similar. My least favorite is skin. Let, as there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Right. Mine's by the skin of your teeth. There's no skin on your teeth. Well, what about your there might be fur. Yeah. On your teeth. And there, oh. I mean, remember, like the roots. Now we're all like touching our teeth. We're <laughs> <laughs> right there. That can be Don't skin. touch your face. <laughs> oh, touch I haven't face. been outside yet. <laughs> My hands are clean. Wash your hands. My favorite one that I love is crazier than a bag of hammers. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, can you help it's me understand what that means? Like, like literally, what's crazier than a bag of hammers? What's crazier than a bag of hammers? I'll tell you. So I told my wife we were doing this show and she said, first of all, she's a walking idiom. And one she uses all the time to describe a crazy person is they're a bag of dicks. <laughs> so I think that's crazier than a bag of hammers. Whew. She says it all the time. She's a bag of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite ones was when, when I was in, when I was going to college in upstate New York, cause I'd never heard this before and I can be quite literal sometimes. So it would just like make me nuts trying to figure out what the hell they were doing. Not for nothing, not for nothing, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We do say that in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you said it made me nuts. It made me nuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm a blocky idiom. <laughs> I know this is going to be a shock, but my favorite one is no pain, no gain. Huh. <laughs> that was Kim expressing her deep and profound shock. <laughs> and, and my deep and profound love for that statement. <laughs> there was a lot of feelings in that noise. I don't think it's an idiom. It is. I looked it up. It's behind you on the screen. <laughs> I have a list of 40 of the best idioms and it's on there. The yeah, internet well, says so. It, it must be oh, true. What else could it possibly mean? It's not like it means something else, does it? Well, you can have gain without pain. You have to yeah. work harder in order to see results. Yeah. That's the meaning. Oh, all but right. it doesn't always mean pain. It's this is like, true. Yeah. I can gain yeah. quite a bit by not <laughs> exercising. Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that went off the rails. Oh, off the rails. See what I did there? <laughs> there you go. Well, and I always like once in a blue moon because honestly, it's not as rare as it sounds. <laughs> right? When you, I love when that you one. say, yeah, when you say once in a blue moon, it feels like it's, oh, it hardly ever happens. But there's like, two to three, four or five. I don't know the exact number blue moons every year. So, you know, once every six months, that's not that, <laughs> it's not that unusual. Rare. So to this group, it won't come as any surprise that one of my favorite ones is to make a long story short. <laughs> well, and whenever I hear that one, I'm going, I'm going to movies. I think of the movie clue. Yeah. Cause he says to make a long story short, too late. Somebody it's in the replay <laughs> always no, said too late. You had to go to that movie. Like, oh, now I have, let me in, let me in, let us out, let us out. I lo- There's so many great moments in that movie. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. <laughs> I'm the one that always says too late. Shocking, I know, but I'm always the one that's like too late. It's very long. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Make, what does that mean? Make... <laughs> Wrap one up. Oh, to make a short story longer. Shape. Don't get some banana shape. All right. So I want to know when you're changing something in your life, right? Or trying to set a new habit, do you prefer to go whole hog or cold turkey? 
you just whole did turkey. Those, you just did those oh. because of my southern upbringing, didn't you? I, I don't like to count <laughs> my chickens before they hatch, so I'm not going to answer that one. But here's the deal: I feel like cold turkey is giving something up, it and is. whole hog is taking something on. It is. So w- when you want to change something, do you prefer to give something up or take something on? I that's add, all. I'm add in or take out. Yes. Do you want to add in your vegetables or take out the sugar? Both. You like to move no something or away from. Something. <laughs> I'd like to move towards something, but I also feel like to move towards something, I have to move away from something. Some of us find it more difficult (laughs) to go towards something than to get away from something. Like yours and my friendship. You were like, oh my gosh, she's insane. She's so scary. I don't know if I want to go towards that. It was just, it was a whole lot of extroverted energy that I just went, When introverts and extroverts meet. <laughs> collide. When they collide. They can't because the introverts go like this as the extroverts go like this. <laughs> <laughs> like we're magnets and we just get quick. And, and then we ended up in the same group and we became friends. Yes, we did. Aww. <laughs> That's what happens when an extrovert catches an introvert. <laughs> when an introvert like lets an extrovert catch them. <laughs> it's like what? It's like when you catch a cold. <laughs> I just got compared to the common cold. Oh. Better than COVID. Oh. Truth. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> I crossed it. I don't want to go back. I'm not doing that again. You can say that again. <laughs> you can say that again. Right? Thank you. Again and again. You can say that again. Well, now that's the last straw. I'm resisting to continue with this train of idioms because otherwise it's just going to be 10 more minutes of us saying things are better than sliced bread (laughs) or the best thing since sliced bread. Is that what it is? I don't use the bread one. We are the best thing since sliced bread, right? We are the best thing since sliced bread. I don't even eat bread. And we're not even pulling anyone's leg. Nope. Or we're not pulling any punches either. Is there a time when we're going to let someone off the hook? Uh, never. No, that's not us. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting you say that, Laura, because I actually had that written as one of my favorite idioms. What, off the hook? To let yourself off the hook. To go a little serious for a moment, which I know is like hard what? for us to do. Yeah. Um, that's something that it's a hard thing for me to do is I get really worked up if I like have a goal and I don't get there, especially like now when we're stuck at home. And that's something that Kat always says to me is you got to let yourself off the hook sometimes. So that's my, one of my favorite idioms, but I'm not gonna let any of you off the hook for your craziness. I'm just saying that's something I'd work with, with me. Let yourself so you, off the hook. you're working on getting off the hook instead of going cold turkey or whole hog. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. That just made me dizzy and I'm not really sure why. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're sitting down. Off the hook. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm suddenly afraid of the, where off the hook originated. I'm a little scared about what that is. Talk amongst yourself. I'll Google it. It's a fishing. I think it's a fishing term. Is it fishing? Off the hook. That's, I would say where it came from. I I don't know. I'll tell you what. Sarah's going to look it up, but really, I mean, it's just 
another person's opinion on where it came from, right? For some, what happened for me in my head was I saw like a meat hook. Oh, oh. borrowing horror movie style on that one. I, I just did. Fishing. Now I never want to hear that again. <laughs> oh, it's totally a fishing thing. Okay, good. Thank you for okay. clearing that up. It's when the fish is wiggly on the hook and you have to let it off the hook. Good job, Louise. Thanks. So what about money ones? Like a penny for your thoughts, a penny saved is a penny earned. Thanks, Ben Franklin. (laughs) See, the the penny saved is a penny earned makes total sense to me. If you save the penny, you've earned the right to keep it. Right, so it's not confusing. So why is it an idiom? Exactly. That's why I saw that one. I was like, that's not an idiom. That's those words actually mean what they say. But saving and earning is different. I was just going to say, I think some of those idioms, some of those things we grow up believing about money become our money stories and really can play with our, how we see money and, and how we treat it. Those things for sure. Right. Like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. My mom and my daughter just had that argument. The they, money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. They, my, my mom was like, money grows. Uh, I have this money tree, but it's not real money. It's just so that I can. And Izzy was like, well, money grows on trees. And Did your mom like lose forth. her mind? No, she didn't lose her mind. It was just really fascinating to watch, you know, a 75 year old and a 10 year old have a conversation about whether or not money can grow on trees. Well, I mean, if you think of it as like a linen paper situation, if you're thinking of actual like dollar bill wow. monies, you make a point. Well, and if you think of flow of abundance, money is just a, right, it's just a construct and it's just an, it's an exchange of energy. And so we have, money can come from, I mean, if you take it out of the literal translation, it can all, you can also think that, but when we're, when we have these idioms that we grow up of is, you know, we're pinching pennies or we are, money doesn't grow on trees. Like we have these idioms that teach us these feelings of scarcity and lack. Yeah. It's like, it's something we have to grab onto or hang on to it because it doesn't grow on trees. It's just not going to fall from the sky. <laughs> like cats and dogs <laughs> living together. And I think money. we should actually do an episode on social constructs. Woo. That would, that would be, be fun. fun. We would have, would we'd have to do a series of them. I, th- I was going to say that could turn into a six hour like debate. Just so much. <laughs> Hello, season four. And, <laughs> and five. So you said doesn't fall from the sky. Yep. So raining cats and dogs, saving for a rainy day, take a rain check. What, like what other ra- rain on someone's parade? Hmm. It's all blue sky weather. from here on out. Being under the weather. Weather and farming supply a lot of our idioms. Well, we we were we used to be an agricultural <laughs> society, and money was scarce to farmers. Just saying. The the money doesn't grow on trees. Kind of like hit me in my somewhere in my stomach. <laughs> yeah, because it made me think of growing up. And this is going to be serious again for a minute. Look at me being serious twice in one episode. It made me think. It, it makes you feel like you're you don't deserve it. Like there's not enough money. You don't deserve it. It doesn't grow on trees. So, you know, you have to earn it if you want something. I, so that is, of it. yes, that is officially now my least favorite idiom. Right. I would agree because it's the same thing, you know, eat, eat all your food. So food was a big issue for me growing up. And there was, there was a lot of verbal, starving a little children. bit of physical abuse around food. Mm-hmm. And it was, you're going to eat all your food because there's starving children in the world. Mm-hmm. And I, 
it was like, oh shit, I'm responsible for all those starving kids because I'm full and I don't want to eat anymore. Yeah. And I would always, I would always fight back and be like, well, if I don't eat this, are they going to get it? I don't understand. Good job. Waste. Yeah. Waste. Well, and to, you know, to go back to the money doesn't grow on trees thing, because in my head I shifted, I'm like, well, let's think about this for a second. And so when I hear that, I'm like, well, it kind of does. Mm -hmm. And so to move from that scarcity mentality to changing a personal meaning for an idiom. I know we love talking about language and how words land for everyone. And that's just one of those things where I mean, it means something different for me. The whole world might not jump on board. Maybe they will, but having something be able to change or using your mental capacity to question something that's just accepted and how it is. Well, I think, don't we do that a lot? We talk about as coaches, we talk about rewriting our stories and questioning our stories and then turning around and making them better versions of us or how we want to you know, perceive the world. So I'm going to see that's any different. I'm going to create a new idiom for the future. What is I it? don't know what it is yet, but I'll oh. let you know. Oh, it's... I thought you were going <laughs> to say I it was right waiting now. for the mic drop what to happen. It? It's slang it. right now. And, and eventually it'll become an idiom when I create it. But you're working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay. Well, that was fun. <laughs> So on that note, let's wrap up this episode. Look, see, it was a twofer right there. <laughs> so we'd love it if you would let us know your favorite idioms, listeners. Let us know on Instagram or Facebook. And we'd like to say to you and all of your parts, we see you, we love you, and remember that all of the parts are the best parts. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Best Parts Podcast. If you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this podcast on social media or with anyone you think would enjoy it. After all, sharing is caring. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts as it helps others find us. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at The Best Parts Podcast or visit our website at thebestpartspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Remember that all the parts are the best parts.